September and 23 April. <laughs> Please read it like that. <laughs> I just I just did. Well, you you're gonna have to recording. do it. You're gonna have to do it again. All right. No, just, just I might as well. It, yeah, great. <laughs> Make the it more work for me. Was brewed in <laughs> that 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 hops. That what? Yeah, uh, that accent went from like one end of Europe to the other <laughs> in like ten I, seconds. A Bavarian brewing ordinance decreed in 1553. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome everyone to Beer Test, the show where beer gets put to the test along with the hosts. I'm your host Ben, joined by my boon companions Matt and Chad. Guys, hello. This is What's Chad. Up? This is Matt. Sorry, I stepped all over your name, Chad. Say it again, just for clarity. This is Chad. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> Take it again from the top. Nope, we're rolling with it. I like it. All right. <laughs> so, uh, since this is a new show that we're doing here, um, I'm going to quickly lay out the flow of the show so you can decide if you want to keep listening. Uh, each episode mm, I'm out yeah <laughs> fine <laughs> fucking hit your voice uh, <laughs> yeah. each episode we're gonna pick a beer or some other alcoholic beverage and discuss our thoughts on it while drinking whilst drinking at the end of the episode uh, we all give our rating out of five uh, and this is followed by a more freeform discussion where we ask each other hard-hitting questions that may include just about anything it could be from Benghazi, all the way to what kind of shoes do you prefer? Loafers? Sandals with socks? Um, if that sounds appealing to you, uh, stay tuned and maybe subscribe. If not, no hard feelings. Um, with that out of the way, let's jump right into it. Um, for this episode, we're evaluating the Leinenkugel Oktoberfest and some quick facts. It's a Märzen-style beer. It has an ABV of 5.1%, an IBU of 20 and is available from August through October. So before we go any further, let's give a quick definition of what a Märzen is. And I'll hand this over to you guys. Thank you, Max, uh, because I'm getting tired of hearing myself talk and my dog's barking. So the uh, a, a, a Märzen beer, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right, is a medium to full body lager, which may vary in color from pale through amber to dark brown so it can be any color it doesn't have to be orangey which we normally associate with uh, a, a lighter lager uh it's served in germany during oktoberfest which uh has been been said is for like the fall months and the reason why is because oh and Märzen, uh i just read this uh means march in german and the reason it's called March, but is served in the fall, is because uh, in Bavaria, where the beer comes from, there was like a, what's the word? Um, not a prohibition, but where you can't, like they couldn't brew beer between April and September. Um, Sounds like a prohibition to me. Yeah. Well, it, it, I'm trying to think. There's like another word that I would use to describe that. But anyway, moratorium. Uh, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Know. Uh, which is a word that I had never used before this year. Anyway, 
<laughs> heard moratorium more times this year. Than <laughs> yeah, I can't before. imagine. Can't imagine why. Um, but anyway, uh, in Bavaria. In 1553, they said beer can only be brewed between September and April. So between April and like May and August, they didn't. So with Mertzens, they would brew them in, in March with a with more hops and a slightly higher alcohol content that would allow the beer to last through the summer. So they'd brew it early so that they'd be able to drink it when you know you're allowed to brew beer again. It was kind of like the first beer of the season if you want to think of it that way um and just some quick other descriptions of it since i've got this pulled up uh multi flavor clean dry finish um and then in german it it, it or in germany the term merzen covers a beer like i said before from varying colors from very pale to dark like a dunkel merzen would be a dunkel that was brewed in March. But anyway, then and then like other countries have their own versions, but that's generally it. Cool. Well, thank you, Matt, for the thank history you, Matt. lesson. That was very enlightening. I quite enjoyed that. So, uh, is do we want to? Have we tried it? What What do we think? Do we I'm, do we I'm, do I'm we want to move right to now. Germany? What do we want to do? Huh? What do we want to do? Uh, well, like Chad said, I I'm with Chad. I've already drank two of them i'm on my third Drunk now drinken drunken Thir- third of the day third of the night or third uh of the six pack uh i'm on my third uh 12 ounce uh glass bottle beverage today uh no the second today i drink one. Oh, okay oh, that, that's what i was asking <laughs> yes so i'll hand it over to you chad i guess Let's hear your lovely voice. Do you want me to give me uh, just general? I think we have all the we have all the preliminary information out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can jump right so, into what we like. You know, it's kind of weird. I, I, I think I like Oktoberfest beers a lot, Meritzens, uh, but I can't remember drinking all that many of them, so I don't have a whole lot of stuff to compare this to. <laughs> Um, you haven't you haven't had like uh, Sam Adams or yeah I've definitely had actually I had I have some of that I might have one of those after this just to directly compare them um, and I've had a few others like I know that I have a great I've had Great Lakes Brewery before and um, I've had a few others but I don't have a whole lot to compare this to but um, I have it poured out in a, in a glass right now it's a, a nice looking amberish colored lager with uh quite carbonated more carbonated than a lot of the other beers that we've tried so far it's fizzy and delicious kind of like a white claw i don't (laughs) (laughs) No, you got the fizzy part right i'm just kidding so i'm I'm trying to uh i'm smelling it right now trying to trying to get the smell i mean it just smells like a like a merzen i don't i don't know how else to describe it i'll say that right off the bat this might sound like heresy, but it tastes like a Budweiser to me. What? I just That's total heresy. I don't. I don't hate it, but it's not. It's not a go-to beer for me, and maybe I do need to try some more beers. I've I've had the Sam Adams Oktoberfest, but I've, I haven't had it literally in a year, so I probably need to try mm-hmm. that. Um, but this this line yeah. the Weinenkugel's not the most amazing thing to me. 
it's okay. But that's just what it reminds me of. Really? When's the last time you had a Budweiser? Uh, probably a year ago. So you? Um, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't drink Budweiser. It's just whenever I'm over at my dad's. So yeah, because because Budweiser's trash. It's cheap. I can. <laughs> I think I think I can see why you would say that. It's a lager, which is what right. a Budweiser is. Right, and I. What is it brewed in March? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I um, it's it's okay. It's um, like like Chad said, it's got that um amber-ish uh tone to it. Um, it's smooth. I mean, it's, it, it is. I was gonna say it, it does kind of smell. I was trying to figure out what it smells like. It does kind of smell like a Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, and maybe uh, it's not. It's not to... really. Go ahead. It's not really that much different. I mean, a little stronger and a little, a little more, um, like maybe malty. I don't know. Mm. A, a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Well, man. I mean, flavor-wise, I do think it's several steps above a a Budweiser. I'd have to drink another Budweiser seriously, because you're right. It smells like a Budweiser, but maybe I need to to drink more lagers to really figure out that maybe they all smell like that, um, which is fine. But um. I'm, I'm curious smell, now, Matt. What do you think? <laughs> to me, it, like on the line of Budweiser, it doesn't smell as harsh as a Budweiser. Like Budweiser to me has a very distinct smell. It reminds me of being like an 11 year old and my dad's yelling at me, and you know, <laughs> like a lot of repressed memories is what Budweiser gives me. That in in Bush Light. This though, I don't know. It's got the smells of of fall and you know no but it's just i don't know i mean i would take this over pumpkin spice but it's you know i actually (laughs) i actually had one very good pumpkin spice beer once and i can't remember what it was but yes in general uh pumpkin spice is terrible i you know what i've never had a good pumpkin spice beer i think you guys talking about it tastes like budweiser ruined it for me oh (laughs) no i mean if you like it i mean well, no, like before I was drinking it, I'm like, yeah, it's good, you know, tastes pretty good, it's smooth, you know, it has like a good mellow, like even flavor, unlike an IPA, which has like one flavor in the front and then another flavor in the back, and it's like very abrupt when it hits you and all sort of stuff. This is very like, I, I kind of want to say one note, you know, it's just that. that yeah, there's not a there's flavor. not a lot of complexity going on in the flavor. No. But you guys are talking about Budweiser, and it made me think about what I just said. And I was like, ah, that's kind of funny. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to drink this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on my fourth of, of six, or fourth of six. I'm on my fifth of six beers. Tonight? No, just it, well, <laughs> of the case. I, I drank the other four since I, I bought it like on Wednesday or whenever we were talking about it. I really curious. To... I'm curious about something. I'm going to go get a Sam Adams Oktoberfest really quick, and, and okay. I'm going to compare. You guys can carry on. Okay. Yeah, this I week's was... episode is sponsored by Bud Walmart Calzones. <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys know that if you go to Walmart and when you check out, you use beer test as your coupon code, you'll get 0% APR on your Calzone. Again, that's beer test. B I E R. No, B is it B E I R? It's B I E R. B I E R. Yes. B I E R T three S T. 
<laughs> to get three dollars off of your Walmart Calzone zero percent APR. Uh, hey, we're back on the Walmart finance. Calzones. Yeah. All right. We've got a Calzone credit card. All right, we're back. Uh, Chad's he's he's about to pull out his um, his Sam Adams Oktoberfest and see if there's a difference. See if it's the same. I kind of wish we had Budweiser now to check and see. Are you pouring <laughs> into a glass to compare the the colors as well? Uh, no, I only have. Well, you know what? Fine, I'll go get a glass. Yes. <laughs> Our second sponsor for this week is Lay's Party Size Sour Cream and Onion Chips. If you have a hankering for something sweet and sour, but you don't really want to reach for the sweet and sour chicken because of COVID-19, well, I've got something for you. Lay's Sour Cream and Onion Chips Party Size. You got some friends coming over? They don't care about quarantine? Whatever. Rip open a bag of Lay's and your party will be bumping. Use the code beer test at checkout and you'll get three percent off of your order of lays sour cream and onion that's b-i-e-r-t-3-s-t not t-e-s-t like teeth like uh leet speak right b-b-i-e-r-t-3-s-t to get three percent off your order of your first 10 bags of lays sour cream and onion chips party size thank you matt for that sponsorship uh advertisement uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at the food. Uh, I thought maybe I thought maybe I was drinking too much while I was gone here. Oh. So Chad's okay. Back. So I've what got my that? I've got my Sam Adams poured now. The Sam Adams is a little bit more red. Ooh, uh, strawberry flavor. I see. <laughs> I would say it smells a little bit less like Budweiser. Good. You you got you sold me. And drinking, 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 taking a quaff. Oh, yeah, the Sam Adams is better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going crazy because I'm like, Leidenkugel is actually pretty decent, um, but this one just didn't do it for me. Um, Yeah, I actually like Leidenkugels. I used to be all about the uh, summer shandy. But this October shandy is uh, a little bit not quite up to par. Not enough flavor? What, how does the Sam Adams? How is it better? Compare, comparing, what? comparing, contrasting, Brewery. uploading, comparison. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about the different flavors of what's going on in a beer to explain exactly what the difference is. But I will say that the Sam Adams has less of that. Like, it just tastes less cheap. It doesn't taste like a cheap lager. You know, this, the Lightning Kugels has kind of like a cheap lager finish, I think. But the Sam Adams does not. It's a little, uh, I want to call it like a little, um, a little more full-bodied. Right. Mm-hmm. What about the, um, I, I know this doesn't matter really, obviously, for the taste, but I always think it's nice when a beer has a nice lacing as you're drinking it. Even if the head goes away, obviously, it's... Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. That doesn't bother me too much, but the lacing I noticed on the Lion and Kugel doesn't really—it has a little, but not very much. What does the Sam Adams look like? This, this definitely, this definitely has more. Oh yeah, go ahead and explain, explain that. Explain lacing to me. Uh, lacing is when you take a drink and you you know knock back your glass when you when the the beer um, kind of levels out and you see on the back end the 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 lacing is the basically the head that's left over. 
Um, I don't know the scientific um, definition for how it does what it does, but it basically leaves a white foam um, on the glass itself as you're drinking. And um, with a high lacing, you'll notice as you drink, it will stay near the top all the way down to where you've, you know, drank last. Um, with a low lacing or a no lacing like this, you won't notice any. It will last for a short while and then very quickly dissipate, which is what the lining kugel does. Yeah, like if you tilt your glass not until until just before it pours out and then you level it back out, you can see the the foam or the head that stays on the glass. The the Sam Adams definitely has more head. It's more it's foamier and kind of creamier and the lacing has got much better lacing too. That could also be because I just poured the Sam Adams and the Lining Kugels has been poured for like 20 minutes. But <laughs> I, I think that it it is um, an improvement. Hmm. I will also say that the Sam Adams Oktoberfest is kind of my go-to fall beer hmm. for several years. I, would, know, I, I just, would agree with that. If yeah. I just want like a reasonably priced six-pack to you know, have a beer or two a few nights a week, that's the sort of thing that I get in the fall. Well, what about what about the 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 Märzen, uh makes it a good fall beer for you? Is it because of like the smoothness or the flavor profile or like what what about that? It, or is it because like let's say this line, line and Kugel in general, they're generally known for their their vice um, shandies, which are more summer beers mm-hmm. because they're fruity. Is it because Oktoberfests are more? Not really hearty because they're not very right. It's not like a stout. It's not a stout, but you know, is it because they're? I think it's because it's somewhere in between that. It's not like the the kind of stout that you're going to drink in the winter, and it's not a mm. fruity light beer that you're going to drink in the summer. It's something in between, and I'm sure it has something to do with my, my associations with it too. True, like even on the on the bottle, it's got like a nice little tented. Uh, thing festival with uh fall like colored trees and there's piece pieces of wheat that have been harvested it's very you know very fall uh and a leprechaun's cap for some reason no it's not it's a what is it <laughs> called ben by the way lion kugel is uh traditional irish uh for uh, uh, Mertzen beer in Ireland, uh, which is where all beer was actually uh, originated from. So, beer, oh, what? beer, beer originated from Ireland, and that's why it's actually oh, a leprechaun's no. cap. Um, leprechauns are known to harvest wheat in the oh. in the September, October, August, uh, the fall. And uh, what all of what I'm saying is absolute bullshit. So you say. can uh, uh, take that for what you will. Yeah, I was Before, like, wait a minute, lightning kugels has got to be Finnish, right? <laughs> and uh, I think obviously it's obviously Egyptian. It sounds German, here. but you, oh, you think so? Lightning oh, kugel part. Lightning kugel. Wisconsin. Lightning sounds Finnish. I was gonna say that I think they're like a sixth generation family from Wisconsin or something like that. So yeah, lightning kugel is very that German means, sounding. That means they're Dutch. Uh, I think we all kind of gave our general impressions and uh, what we thought about the beer. I probably gave the last, the least amount, but that's just because it's it's okay. Uh, it's I don't really have a lot to say about it. Like you guys said, it's very one note. Um, it it 
like Matt said, it just kind of hits you, and it's like, oh, that's all you get for the whole time. Uh, I kind of wish it had a little bit more uh, of, a, of a story to it as you're drinking, more of a journey per drink. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's not really like a beer that you are going to sit down with and and focus on because there's not a whole lot going on. It's the beer that you would drink at a party, like a festival, perhaps, and just enjoy <laughs> with some food, you know, yes. which is yeah, fine. Some, uh, that has a place. Some sauerkraut and some uh, some metwurst. Some, <laughs> and some, some Schweinenbraten. Yeah, some Spätzle and some pork chops. Sure. Um, schnitzel. Schnitzel's freaking delicious. If you haven't I know, had I it. I love it. Oh I love gosh. it. <laughs> so real quick... Um, before we give our ratings, I wanted to very quickly go over the what the actual brewery, Line and Kugels, actually has to say about their own beer, the Oktoberfest. And then um, we can kind of go over um, the price and talk about our ratings. So, <laughs> Like you asked, and they're like, oh, it's just a beer we make. Yeah, we're going uh, <laughs> to call up Line and Kugels uh, on the podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. But um, so so, The sponsor is Line and Kugel. And <laughs> we give it a two out of five. No. <laughs> um, so we've got the Oktoberfest from their own website. It says Oktoberfest, rich and toasty Märzen style beer. Our proud German heritage shines through in our homage to arguably the world's greatest festival, Oktoberfest. A traditional Märzen style beer, our Leinenkugel's Oktoberfest has a toasted malt flavor and subtle, spicy hop notes that make it perfect for celebrating fall in true German fashion. So let your steins runneth over. Pairs well with brats, spitzles, pork chops, soft pretzels, and spiced apple cake. And Walmart, and Walmart calzones. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Hot Pockets. Um... Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's that's what it says, and I can't argue with any of it. But it's just kind no. of uh, forgettable, in my opinion. <laughs> They're like, our beer's pretty good. It's got this and that, and Ben's like, meh, okay. I guess I'll drink I'm it. not. I'm not <laughs> knocking it. It's just well. Well, I guess it's beer. I guess I don't know. I, My I, dad drinks Budweiser. Piece <laughs> like that. I want to. I want to believe that every beer has its place I for, mean, for different people, for different situations. And this one, I think, has its place. It wasn't I, expensive. I it was. I got it for eight fifty for a six pack. I think I. I, I well, sent a yeah, picture of how much it was. cost for me. You know what? I was going to ask you guys. Do you think that price should be taken into account with our ratings? Maybe. I think so. Because okay. price Mine per was ounce. Was Was it? Okay. Yeah, cuz I bought it at Kroger on sale for 8.99. Yeah, I I personally do because you know, beer isn't free, you know. I yeah, think yeah. I think if you're charging a price for something, it should be graded or rated on that price if if the beer i look at like you know like a video game or like a movie mainly video games because a lot of times video games are much cheaper than you know the typical 60 dollars or now 70 dollars that some are going to be charged for for the new next generation uh it depends on what you get out of it and with a beer i think it's the same thing so 
I, I do. Yeah, I agree. I, I I rate them that way too. I mean, I'm going to rate like one of those expensive stouts differently than I'm going to rate like a PBR or something. Because and I like PBR. Because you, do you give something less value in your own eyes because it's a cheaper thing? Uh, because I have a different standard for it if it's less expensive. Uh. Like if I'm going to spend, you know, like I, I if I if I'm going to go spend like eight or nine dollars on a six pack. I kind of know good. I kind of know what quality to expect and what quality I want for that. Okay. If I just want like the cheapest beer possible because I feel like drinking it all day while I'm at the lake or something, yeah. then I'm looking for something different in it. And if I'm going to spend $20 on a six pack like I did the other day with those stouts, then the standard goes up another notch. <laughs> okay, okay. What stouts did you get? 20 bucks? What'd you those get? Those fucking narwhals. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, well, you we got, got some that. more narwhals? No, I just mean the last. The, no, I didn't get any more. I just mean the time we did that. Oh, gotcha, had, gotcha. Yeah, it was like twenty one dollars or something for that six pack. Same. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. I thought you were saying like, well, PBR is only two ninety nine means it's shit instead of like. No, my, no, no, no. My no. perception of it is like, okay, this is two ninety nine, and it tastes better than what I would expect a two ninety nine beer to cost. That's what I mean. Or, yeah. Okay. I, I guess I was reading it. Uh, from the other direction. Yeah, not no. Uh, that would be like not taking price into account, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, for a, how much is that? Like, are you trying to? Do- you trying to calculate? Yeah. I'm not the math whiz. Okay. Matt's breaking out I, the calculator. I went. I went to art college. Breaking out the abacus. The who? Atticus Finch. Yeah, a dollar <laughs> thirty something to kill Driving. a line in Google. Oh my god! <laughs> let's let's not let's not do that. that. That made me think of the the pale in comparison. Oh no! <laughs> oh boy, that's on record. That was that. that was legitimately funny. That was um, hilarious. Actually, not uh, even drunk hilarious. That was just hilarious. That was funny. Uh, I not to get too off topic, but I did read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird earlier this year in February for the first time, because for some reason I didn't have to read it in school. Because um, we lived in Grand County and they didn't make us read. Uh, in Kentucky, I I don't know if that had something to do with it, but man, what a what a great book! It really kind of affected me actually. It was it was a good well, book, and if we want to talk about that later, I'm I'm for it. But um, I guess we can move on book. to the. Uh, what do you guys think about the rating? Uh, wait, first let's uh, let's get to the rating, and then we'll get to Benghazi. If you can really we... want to go there. <laughs> so, for the sake of our audience, and definitely not me, can we have a reminder about the rating system? Sure. So uh, we rate beers out of five. With five being absolutely outstanding, one of the best beers you've ever had in your life. Would buy again. Would definitely buy again. Um, even if it's not your everyday beer, you would definitely seek it out. Um, four being it's a great beer to have at just about any time. Um, just not your absolute favorite. Definitely a good beer, though. Definitely one you would drink again. Uh, three being it was okay. You might not seek it, seek it out, but uh, if you were offered it at a party, or you know you found it somewhere for cheap, 
eh, I'll, why not? Uh, two being, I will avoid this unless it is the only thing available, uh, as, such as at a party, where that's the only way to get inebriated, with a one being, never touch, stay far away, I'm even even if that's the only way to get drunk, not doing it. And uh, a zero being you actively seek out to pour it down the drain. <laughs> every no time, <laughs> every time you see somebody else drinking one, you pour it down the so drain. You, you smack it out of their hand. Yep. You tell them no, and then you pour it down the drain. You say for shame. You take a baseball bat to it. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, those are the ratings. We do have. Um, I th- in the past we've done the the half points so 4.5 3.5 um not a 5.5 5 is the ceiling (laughs) uh unless we find some ridiculously good beer um but that's that's the goal we can do half ratings i think that's fair are we still gonna do the is that tied into the buy it try it or whatever uh i think initially we had that but i think we agreed that i think i think uh our rating system is more about our personal preference, but I think the buy it, try it, forget it is more about like what we would tell our audience to do with it. Like, yeah, I think we agree though that pretty much any beer is a try it because they're not super expensive, really. Uh, maybe if you're for like, that narwhal, the narwhal, yeah. Well, certain beers are kind of expensive, so I, I guess we could do our individual ratings and then an overall we can agree on a buy it, try it, don't touch it. Well, that's- no, that's fine. I, 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 that let's let's just do the, the, the five. That'll work for me. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So I guess I'll go first. Um, uh, this is a three and a half for me. Uh, not quite a three, but it's not quite a four. <laughs> uh, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't the most amazing thing ever. It's um, It's fine, which is, to me, a three and a half is like, eh, it's okay. I wouldn't seek it out to buy it, though, personally. But that's me. I, I I'll go next. Uh, I think it's a three for me too. Like, if someone was ha- if someone handed me this, I wouldn't be like, Nah, man, I'm good. I'd be like, Yeah, sure, that's good. Nuts, you know, doesn't taste like a Budweiser, which is bad, which is good. <laughs> no, for uh, for real though. Uh, jokes aside, um, yeah, I'd give it a three. I don't think I would seek out this specific Oktoberfest. I'd 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 want to try the other ones to see if like what Chad did earlier, if I prefer this type of beer but from a different brewer. Um because I like I generally I, I've liked Oktoberfests. Like a, a month or two ago I, I built a six pack of six different Oktoberfests and I liked all of them. Except for one of them wasn't an Oktoberfest. It was that pumpkin um autom- uh, atomic pumpkin it was terrible. Who was uh, that from? That's Chad. No, the atomic. No, oh, he's talking Chad, about the atomic, the atomic pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah, I thought they were talking about the picture. Um, no, the atomic pumpkin is one of um, uh, New Belgium's uh, IPAs. Oh, New Belgium. Okay. So, um, but yeah, looking at those pictures. One, two, three, four, five, six. The only one I didn't get, I don't think I got the Great Lakes one. I didn't get the Goose Island one because that's more than six, but that's edit, <laughs> yeah, edit this yeah, out because this doesn't make sense. But yeah, go, go, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to distract you. Um, 
I, I'm going to give this a 3.5. That's what I was thinking coming into this. And uh, I still stand by that after directly comparing it to the Sam Adams. And I would say that I, I would also not object to drinking this in any kind of situation. But if I'm going to buy like a, a six pack of Oktoberfest for around the same price, I'm just going to go with Sam Adams or possibly one of the others that I bought to try and do some more experimenting after the after the show. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit I'm, I'm slightly disappointed with it because I generally do like lining Kugels. OK, but 3.5, 3.5. So All that right. brings the average to 3.33 repeating, um, which would seem to indicate, I guess, if we're going to do this, uh, try it. If yeah, you have, I, I have the chance. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not a buy right. a maybe not buy a full six pack if you can get the individual, you know, pick six. All right. Well, in uh, in solidarity with Germany and to toast this beer, we should all say, Prost. 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 Also, real quick, right after the rating, uh, before we get into the freeform discussion. I, I read that, obviously, uh, because of COVID, uh, Germany decided, Munich decided to cancel the cancel. 2020 Oktoberfest, yeah, which I think would have been the 210th Oktoberfest. So, yep, next year they'll reopen it, most likely. So, oh well. You I know where they were, to go. you know where they were still doing Oktoberfest, though? Where? Hofbrauhaus. Oh, really? Yeah, I accidentally tried to go to dinner there on the opening day oh there was geez. a 90 minute wait at like 7 30 at night <laughs> so that didn't work out oh man i've i've been to Huffroy house um in what uh, newport yeah yeah um they were pretty cool um i like that place a couple of my british friends drove in after camp one year and we went there together it was pretty fun Especially when they have the live music going. Yeah. Yeah. People are dancing on the tables and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It gets a little crazy. Um, I've got to go refill my Stein. So I'll let you guys chat it up and I'll be right, right back. All right. Sponsoring this video today is um, I got to find something else in my room to sponsor PlayStation uh, or Sony. Uh, Sony PlayStations are a great console. If you use Beer Test at checkout, you'll get 3% off your next order of Sony PlayStations. That's B-I-E-R-T-3-S-T for 3% off your next order of Sony PlayStations. Thank you, Sony. Only if you buy six or more PlayStations. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's a given. Um, yeah. I mean, you they break just, down enough that you probably need four or five extras yeah. for parts. Well, they don't. They don't want me to say that. They gave me a script that I had to read, like the very strict. Um, oh, well, not. No, you're not getting your. Yeah, you're not getting your revenue. Your ad revenue now. Fuck. Yeah, there goes that partnership. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think for the the test part, do you think we should do like trivia questions or something? Like I don't know. I, I didn't I don't know what Ben had in mind. I was thinking about that on the way here. I, I was thinking about a couple of uh, would you rather questions that I thought are interesting. Yeah, because he was making it like when he said the Benghazi thing, I'm like, I really don't want to talk about that shit. <laughs> I, mean, well, you know, I mean, 
knowing think, me, you'd be like, oh, Matt wants to, but no. I think that was a joke. It was, but still. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, want to talk about Benghazi either. I don't want to talk about Benghazi or politics or anything. I'd rather keep this light and fun. We can still ask difficult questions without getting political. What is 2,000 divided by 1,000? I don't know. <laughs> silly, silly. It's I do have a, I have <laughs> I do have a question for you, but first I have another question. Which of these <laughs> which of these beers do you think I should try next? Okay, so I'm trying to see which one of these I can't I don't think I got the Spaten. The the green That one, one. is that one is actually from Germany. Yeah, I don't think I got that one cuz I tried to steer clear of green bottle beer. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't notice that it was in a green bottle when I bought it. Um I did get the 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 Yingling. I thought that was pretty good. I'm now that I'm looking at it, I think I did get the Great Lakes. So I got the Lining Kugel, the Sam Adams, the Yingling, the Great Lakes, the Sierra Nevada. I didn't get the Spaten and I didn't get the Goose Island. I got uh-huh. the one, two, three, four, five. I got the Atomic Pumpkin, which was the one that was, the one you, was too spicy. The one you poured down the drain. Yeah. Um I would go with Yingling. I, I like Yingling. Um I really I like their dark and tan um yeah. beers I, I i don't know i think i've had their normal beer before but you know i remember back um shit almost 10 years ago when everyone was like you, you can't get yingling, yingling yeah so i know i remember that too i'm like okay is it even like a good beer and like yeah it's the best beer and then it, it shows up and yeah it kind of dies uh-huh yeah, I, I remember my friends were all going crazy about it too. And I finally tried it and I was like, this is like one step above Budweiser. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I, I'd say try the Oktoberfest for, for Yingling next. All right. Or just try what... any of them. Uh, we did the Goose Island uh, when we were at um, the Gorge mm-hmm. the, the, the second day I yep. was there when I was live. When we revived you? Yeah. Uh, after I took my, you know, whole day's worth of uh, re- rehab, um, we yeah. did a, a beer tasting where Ben had like six different beers and we did like a blind taste test and we had to guess which one it was. Uh, I won, even though I was com- still kind of a little bit hungover. And I'm pretty sure that Goose Island was one of them, unless it, no, it wasn't. It was that we had that, a Goose Island. We did have a Goose Island, but it wasn't their their um, their uh, Mertzen. It no, was it was um, an IPA. Yeah, it was an IPA. Goose. I forget. I haven't exactly tried their. I haven't tried any of their IPAs. So Chad's question, I don't know if you heard it or when you came back. He said, "Which one of those beers should he try next?" He's already tried the Lightning Kugel and the, the first Adams. two. Um, I said the Yingling because I like Yingling. Um, I mean, I don't dislike the other ones, at least of the ones that I tried. But I'd say, ooh, Sierra Nevada might be good. I've never had a bad beer from Sierra Nevada. Neither have I. Narwhal? Yes, they do. Hey, you shut your whore mouth. I have Narwhal. (laughs) Like I have. Um. So what was was your? That Narwhal was a five point oh. No, it was a for me as well. It was. It was close. It's a. It's a zero point nine. You're bringing the average down, dude. (laughs) It's close to me. No, it's. It's just a one. Um. I'm pretty sure. I, I wouldn't actively ref- make people not drink it. 
by calling you would slap it out of their hands. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, this was five bucks, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, on. yeah, you're wasting your money and your life, dude. Anyway. It wasn't. Well, it, oh, there it is. Okay, so I was getting a little confused because uh, Goose Island they do have the regular IPA, which is great, um, but they also have the one that you had that we did the, the blind taste test on was called Next Coast IPA. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it was North Coast, and then I'm like, no, that's the brewery that does uh, Old Rasputin. Yes. So, but yeah, Next Coast IPA, it was pretty good. Um, but I, I, I well, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I, I don't know if it, what you guys were talking about, but um, I, I thought it would be a cool idea to do, um, an Oktoberfest for the next one as well, just because it's still gonna be October by the time we do the next podcast. I think that's a great idea because I'm already prepared. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want like Vorsteiner or something that I don't have. I don't know what that is. Sounds delicious. I yes. almost bought it, but it only came in a 12. It's a German beer. Vorsteiner. I think, I think we, we, we tried it when we still lived together. Cause I remember, I remember drinking Vorsteiner back then. I bought like a 12 pack. Uh... But anyway, Chad, what's, what's your other question? gonna it i wanted to uh are we getting into the testing the host section now uh this is the part so the beer has been tested for everyone else out there still listening uh kudos to you if you have the uh uh uh, fortitude fortitude there we go wherewithal yeah sure uh to stick with us this far (laughs) we're now on the freeform discussions slash questions portion where we test each other um in odd cruel ways so um yeah did you have did you have questions written down nope okay so chad what's your question okay i have one would you guys rather go the rest of your life without ever watching another movie or tv show or without ever listening to music oh god i ben you answer that's a hard question i know wait a minute wait a minute movies have movies have music in them how do you get around that little pickle, Chad? <laughs> I win. Uh, they they do have music in them, yes. So uh, <clears throat> that is you you can take that into consideration. So if I pick never listen to music again, then I can't ever watch movies again, or at least I have to watch them on mute whenever the music comes on. So it's a lose lose. No, no, I, I no, you're you're thinking too much about it. You get to <laughs> if you choose movies and TV shows, you get to listen to the score as you're watching the movie. <laughs> But not mm. not when you're not watching the movie. So I have to choose between my trapped album or my copy of Citizen Kane. I was gonna say uh Invincible with Bruce Willis, but okay. Man, that's tough. Um I'm back. Sorry. Ben, would you did you hear the question? Uh no, just the first part of it. What what is it? Would you rather give up watching movies and television shows for the rest of your life or give up listening to music for the rest of your life movies and television to, to, I, I don't know that's easy once me because i can still read right yep okay yeah i'll take music over movies and television any day of the week because you like tool yeah i'm, I'm a tool boy <laughs> no i mean it's just music typically will have a much more emotional impact on me and i can think about it more than a movie not to say i don't love movies and shows i love them but i I hate shows not all shows 
most shows. You hate Breaking I, Bad? You hate... Like, I never watched it. You hate Lost? You've never seen no. Breaking Bad. I don't hate Lost. You're right. Okay, I have a question for you, though, Ben. Have you ever cried to a movie? Um... Have I ever cried? No. Really? I don't think so. You ever cried to a CD? No, I don't cry. No. Like I okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Um, the the, <laughs> I've I think I've cried at two things. The one thing I cried at the first time was Metal Gear Solid Four <laughs> at the end. <Okay. laughs> don't don't laugh at me. Um, but just the whole idea of like an Kept like waiting, an, huh? Just the, well, fuck him. I hate that they got rid of David Hayter, but um. I the the idea of like an older person at the end of their career, they end all like the end of their life, and they have to kind of keep moving forward and keep making a name for themselves, uh-huh. and just the fact that like that was kind of the end of that saga at that point was kind of really emotional for me towards the end, and I did cry. I was like, oh damn, he's he's done, you know, <laughs> like geez, and he like puts the gun in his mouth. I'm like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, that one, and then what another one. <laughs> yeah, but there was another one I I don't actually remember, but I know I cried at something else. Okay. I don't typically cry at things, but. Well, the reason it's hard for me is because I've done I've cried to both. Like I've teared up, like I've straight out cried to the movie Green Mile at the end. I didn't. It didn't affect uh, me too much. When did you see it the first time? I was maybe mid-twenties. Oh, the first time I saw it, I was like 10. It hit fucking... Oh, okay. Jeez. That's a, that's <laughs> a hard one for a 10-year-old. Jeez. Yeah, when he's like, I tried to take it back, but it didn't work. And I'm like, no, you're, you're such a good person. Why are they killing you? Fuck yeah. the police. But... <laughs> no, I didn't say that when I was 10. Fuck uh, the prison but guards. Still, but still, I mean, Tom Hanks... But okay, so movies, uh, and obviously I went to film school, so movies have a very special place in my heart. But I was in a band, so it's like way to put me between a rock and a hard place, Chad. How about you answer? It's got to be. I would. I would choose to keep music because of because, like Ben said, you still get to have books, and I think if I can have books for my story, and I can have music for my listening pleasure, then I think I'd be all right. I'll probably have to concede and say the same thing, but and it's, I just it's I don't even I love movies. I, I don't even watch a ton of movies anymore, or at least I, I shouldn't say anymore. At this period, at this point in my life, I haven't watched a ton of movies and TV shows in the last like few years. I actually just picked um, up a, a couple movies recently. Which ones? Reanimator. Oh yeah, we already talked. About we already talked about that. Uh, underwater and uh, Split. I still haven't seen any of those. Well, Underwater is kind of special to me because that's Tori and I's first date. Oh. We went to that and saw it. Because, like, we went into it. Like, I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was, like, the, the trailers looked decent. Is that where like, a dude fucks a-, a fish? No. What? Is that where a, a <laughs> is that where a woman? I know what fish? you're talking about. That's no, the that's, uh, um, the shape of water. Is that what that's yeah. called? Oh, that's no. enough. <laughs> no, underwater. Underwater is uh, essentially it's alien at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. 
She's into that kind of stuff? Yeah, I guess. Uh, All right. And um, it's got it's got Cthulhu in it, which is pretty cool. Spoiler alert! Damn, man. it's a spoiler. It's in the trailer. <laughs> it's called Underwater. <laughs> What's uh, Underwater? Right. Uh, real, yeah, obviously. Come on. Real, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Anybody else have any difficult questions? I have a difficult question. I want to one up you, Chad. All right. Uh, okay. Would you guys rather be deaf or blind? Blind. I've thought about this a lot, and really? I still don't have an easy answer. <laughs> yeah, I think about this kind of stuff. Okay. Well, Matt can explain himself, and Chad can. Uh, yeah, think yeah. Of an Matt, <laughs> explain. Yeah, let me think. Well, this is kind of weird, but when I was a kid, uh, I, I got my glasses when I was like twelve, but I can't remember exactly what age I was and how long I did it. But I did it for a while. I used to close my eyes and walk around as if I was blind and see if I could navigate my, my house. I, I did that a lot actually. And I was like, you know what? I can deal with this. You know, being blind is a, it's kind of scary because you know, I, I, I don't have that sense anymore. Right. So it, you kind of feel like you're walking through a void, but I feel like being and, and but being blind is okay. Like I could still feel people, people and you know feel my surroundings and everything but being deaf to me is just frustrating because i can't hear anything going on around me i can't hear myself depending on the type of deafness it is but if just say it's like full auditory you know uh occlusion like you you get nothing it would just be frustrating you know like like that uh that one science science fiction short story um about like what's the title it's like i have to scream but i have no mouth oh it, i i have no mouth but i must scream or and yeah. i must scream yeah it's just like that frustration of you know not being able to fully i to me being deaf is scarier than being blind like if i lost sight in one of my eyes that'd be a, like one of my eyes would be okay. But if I lost hearing in one of my ears, I, f- I feel like I, I would hate life a million times more. Yeah. You know what? I think my answer is that I would rather be deaf, but it's very close because I have had ear problems where I could barely hear out of one ear where like I had water in my ear and it messed up the wax and, and I could, and it was all clogged up that drives me insane it really does kind of make me feel like just clawing my ear off so i know what you mean about it being really frustrating and and infuriating to not be able to hear but i think i'd still rather be able to see it's close though even though like i i think being deaf would be more frustrating but I think I'd still rather be able to see. Okay. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Uh, to answer my own question, um, I would definitely rather be uh, deaf, um, which, I mean, either one would be hugely impactful to negatively impactful to one's life, but I feel like if you're deaf, at least you can 
Because I, I just look at it from a practical perspective. What kinds of jobs could I do if I were deaf versus blind? Yeah. And I feel like the job I'm in now, which is IT, I could still do my job. You know, I don't need to hear, really, to that's, do my job. That's, that's so, capitalism talking, man. That's <laughs> I think that's just um, also the ability to do things on your own. I feel like there's not a lot that you need to hear. Like, I could do woodworking you know, deaf. I could do um, housework deaf, like much easier than I could do it blind. I couldn't use a saw, like a like a like a table saw, if I were blind. I wouldn't do that, you know. But do you I use could use a table I, saw now. Barely. Uh, but, but do you listen? But 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 but. But do you listen to music now? Yes, and I would have to give that up. You would give um, so okay. So back to our first question. You would give up something visual to keep something auditory. Yes. But you would give up all of your hearing to be visual. To be able to provide for my family, yes. Not to say that there aren't jobs you couldn't do blind, but I, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of something that I could do blind to be able to still provide for my family. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. That's kind of why I ultimately choose to be deaf because it's just so many more practical practically speaking it's much easier to be deaf than blind i i think for me it comes down to what would make me less frustrated in my quality of life i think being blind well obviously a hindrance and i couldn't do certain work anymore i'd still be able to enjoy most things i could still hear like the people i i love's voices i could still listen to music i could still i could still read books technically i could listen to audiobooks i could uh listen to movies i could hear myself and i think that's the other thing too about rather being blind instead of being deaf being deaf to me i obviously don't know what it what it feels or sounds like inside your own head but i feel like not being able to hear goes back to what I said about that having no mouth and feeling like you need to scream. It's like, you, you, I feel like being deaf, I'd feel stuck in my own brain as opposed to being blind where it's just like, I'm in a dark void or I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the dark, but everything else is still there. You know, it, it it's more of a, um, uh, like a visceral thing for me than just like, well, if I was deaf, I could still do my job. And I'm like, I don't really care about that. I care more about what what's the quality of my life going to be mentally and emotionally. Would it be worse if I was deaf or if I was blind? And I think if I was deaf, it would be worse. How would you like survive, survive then? Like if you couldn't, because you said you didn't care about it, you know, providing. How, how do blind people survive now well and that's that's a world that i don't know um that's probably something that i have to investigate i actually don't i don't know like the uh the general way that blind people survive i'm assuming through a lot of well, family assistance probably um but it's it's to me and this might speak more to my personal my personality i don't want to have to rely on someone to to survive i i just don't and i agree that the government does a lot of good things but 
Um, I just well, I, I want to be able to have a job, do my job, provide for my family, regardless of outside assistance. But well, what if what if uh, if what I if can't that happen? No, no. What if it happened and it was just like you and Shannon, and Shannon had to take care of you? Yeah, then I mean, she would have to take care of me, but um, vice versa, I would definitely take care of her. It's I don't know. It's just a <laughs> hey. Remember when I said the the host would be tested as well? well that's mm-hmm. happening now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting question. I think that I brought up myself thereby saying that I'm an interesting person for posing it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. I've, I've thought about that a lot as well, Chad, like you said, and I'm, I'm sure you have as well, Matt. It's just a, uh, it's a weird one. Stuff, yeah. What's the other, the, the other one's mute. If you can't talk, that might be a, a third uh, wrinkle yeah, in there. I'll, I'll pick that one. Oh, really? Wait, okay. Wait, no, wait, wait. It, but you're, you're not blind or deaf. You just can't talk. Okay, let's let's modify it. Uh, would you rather be blind, deaf, or mute? Mute. Okay. Just learn learn to use sign language or use like a um, a little writing pad. Yeah, like or a something. little yeah, a little writing pad or a whiteboard or something. Sure. Yeah, I, that's an that's an easy choice for me. Blind. Okay. You'd still go blind. You'd still, yep. still. Yep. Huh. Really? Okay. Yep. Because you said you still wanted to be able to hear your own voice. Yep. Interesting. I get tired of hearing my voice. It's a a, a part of it. Well, I mean, I say that. I say the same thing about myself, but my voice is a part of my identity. Couldn't you just record? Okay, how about this? What if you could have a whole week to record yourself, a whole month to record yourself saying whatever you wanted to say, reading whatever you want to read, but then after a month, then you're mute. Still no? Okay. No, because it's, it's also part of like not being able to communicate effectively mm. you could I'm spend sure. the month recording yourself saying every word you could conceivably need to say and then <laughs> writing a and then write a program that uh. does text text to voice so that you can so, type in your own voice so it, it would be like being stephen hawking and i wouldn't want to be like that minus the you know the <laughs> you know minus the dystrophy <laughs> Like he had to talk through a robot voice, but it, just to say it was like me hitting a button and it was me speaking. No, yeah. I'd, I'd rather it just be me. I, I choose. I choose blind. Hmm. Sorry, I had to. I had to step away for a second. Um. No, that sounds. Uh, Got a little too tense for you. Eh? <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating over here. Uh. Yeah, I guess to answer that, I, I would still go. Uh. You know what? I would go mute. Yeah, I think I'd go mute. Because I'd still be able to want to hear, and I don't necessarily think I need to hear my own voice. Um, I'm sure Shannon and I would find a way to communicate with, you know, claps and snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, come here. Well, no. Um, <laughs> oh, well, you're communicating to her. Okay. Yeah, right. You start whistling. A, I can, I can whistle. That's a thing I can do. Um, I don't know. It's, it's one of those interesting things to ask someone. Um, so I guess that's Chad and and my uh, questions. Matt, do you have one that's a tough question, an easy question? What do you got? Would you rather buy a PlayStation Five or an <laughs> Xbox Series X? <laughs> oh now, here, man! Let me, let, let, let me lay it out for you. Okay? okay. So PlayStations are 
you know, I'll give you a couple a couple points for PlayStation, a couple points for Xbox, just in case you haven't thought about it for yourself, because I know you're more of a PC gamer now anyway. PlayStations are generally more uh, exclusives. You know, their, their games are more, you know, exclusives. They're more story-oriented. Story uh, there's a lot more single-player stuff on PlayStation. Uh, they aren't backwards compatible, which is kind of a, a, a negative point. And I was actually talking to Jacob Crabtree about this yesterday. For the most part, PlayStation's rollouts and all of their systems have had generally good track records when it comes to, like, the build and, you know, the quality of the product. Um, and they... Hmm, it's the, the highest-selling system uh, in all history. Okay, and Xbox... Xbox is more oriented towards uh, their backwards compatibility now. Like with their Game Pass, you can literally play every game that's ever come out on Xbox from the like the current gen all the way back to the original gen. Their games are more multiplayer oriented. Uh, they have a lot more like squad based shooters uh, and games where you can play because Xbox Live was like their big thing back in the early 2000s. So they obviously wanted more games that were more oriented for multiplayer where PlayStation didn't really have a dedicated online thing until their third generation. Uh, but Xbox doesn't have a lot of exclusives. Uh, the exclusives they do have are generally all, you know, shooters, first person shooters, third person shooters like Halo and Gears of War and things like that. Um, but like I was alluding to, and when I used to talk about PlayStation, Xbox has been plagued by a lot of issues with their rollouts. Uh, for example, X, the original Xbox, this isn't really more, this isn't really like a hardware problem, but it was kind of, it didn't really do well because it was seen as like just a big box. So it was like people said it was really ugly. The, the original controller, the Duke was too big. Um, it didn't have a lot of games, you know, the, the, all the stuff that you get with a new system, but they trudged through mostly because of Halo. But the 360, as we all know, had the problem of red ringing. And, you know, that plagued it for like half of its gener half of its life. Um, because like they had to they had to reiterate it a couple times to 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 fix that that problem. And I know that you you know this problem, Ben. The 360 had uh like hard drive failures or hard drive wiping, which was really common. Either because of like a, a game wiping your hard drive or because the hard drive would just fail because it was like a separate piece for the system. I have a funny story on that, but I'll let you continue. And the Xbox One, when it came out, its issue uh, was related to the fact that it was, you know, bundled with the Kinect and it would it recorded you all the time. And that was like a, a an invasion of privacy. But in general... Uh, as another comparison between the two of them, the Xbox has generally had better hardware than the PlayStation, uh, like like raw power. But the, um, well, I won't say but. That's more of like my own personal perspective. So as it stands now, the new systems are both going to be around like $500. And... Um, they both have a uh, a disc version and a digital version and all that sort of stuff. So 
what would you guys <laughs> what what would you guys choose the the PlayStation Five or the Xbox Series X as your next system if you had to buy one, and why? Chad, I'll go. I'll, I'll, you go first. I'll go with PlayStation, mostly because of the exclusives and I've had better luck with uh, the hardware Sony Sony's hardware than than Microsoft's I've had I think three red ringed Xboxes in my life now and very few problems with PlayStations were those all 360 yes I've had three exactly as well 360 (laughs) red rings yep uh yeah i i would agree with with chad on that one uh i so i don't think the xbox series x is a bad is going to be a bad device i think it's going to be great especially with the game pass um because i think you said that so the main uh devices for the xbox and the playstation are going to both be 500 dollars for the you know top tier normal versions the xbox series s which I will get into this later, but I hate their naming scheme, as do I think a lot of people. But um, they uh, the S is going to be three hundred dollars, and it's the discless, all digital version. The um, I think it's actually less powerful than the main the Series X. It, it's less powerful than the Series X, and I think it's comparable to the Xbox One X, which is like this previous generation's best okay. version i think it's either comparable or like slightly worse <laughs> oh okay the xbox one x i didn't i didn't know that wow um and the, the ps5 it's like we said that the main version is 500 dollars. the discless all digital version is 400 dollars. but it's as far as i understand the exact same uh stats same. yeah right just without a, a blu-ray drive um, which is a hundred dollars is actually more than I thought was going to be the, for the discount. I thought it was going to be more along the lines of fifty dollars, but mm. it it makes it a little more enticing for four hundred dollars. Um, I would probably go with the all digital version. Um, and this is you're assuming like we have to buy one. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I would definitely go with PlayStation Five just because of the um, exclusives, Demon Souls. Um, that's the only one that comes to mind at the moment because uh, that's the only one I would even think about buying. Um, but it's also but, but seventy dollars, which is ridiculous to me. But, so, but in general, because PlayStation has more exclusives in general. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Uncharted or Naughty Dog. I'm okay. I don't want to say I'm not a, f- a fan of Naughty Dog. I love the Jack Dexter series, um, and I actually I don't mind the Uncharted series. They're fun, and Last of Us is fine. I, I'm not. You know, I don't have a hard on for it, um, but I feel like yeah, they've definitely got Naughty Dog, which is huge. Um, they've got uh, Insomniac. They've got uh, who were the guys that did uh, Ratchet and Clank? Is that yep. Insomniac? Anyway, they've got those guys. They've got, they've uh, got a Sucker Punch. Kojima. Yeah, they've got Hideo Kojima. They've got Sucker Punch, who did Ghost of Tsushima. Um, They've got a lot of great first party slash I guess second party developers. They've um, got the good from software games. True. Which I don't that's very odd to me that they would 
that would be a, a an exclusive. But so um, Dark Souls One isn't an exclusive because of Bandai Namco. Okay. But Bloodborne is because Bandai Namco isn't the publisher. Right. Isn't that when Sony was like, eh, we're going to give up the rights to this? Not knowing that no, it was going to no, no, be no. The, the big yeah. hit that so, it was? So essentially Sony, uh, they botched it with Demon Souls because it like they were afraid that Demon Souls wasn't going to do well. So From Software had to go to like four different publishers for every region. That's why there hasn't been a remake of Demon Souls until now, because the 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 U.S. version of Demon Souls was one company. The PAL version of Demon Souls was another company. The Japanese version of of Demon Souls was another company. Like it was all like there was three different publishers essentially, and it was completely fucked. And Sony was like, "Yeah, it's not going to do very well. We don't care." But when Dark Souls was in in production, Bandai Namco was like, "We want to, we want the publishing rights," and they're and it's like, okay, from software and Sony were like, fine. So that's why Dark Souls has been on PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo now, because the publisher wasn't completely tied to Sony. But after Dark Souls one, when Miyazaki was like, "I want to make something different." and which is bloodborne sony was like we want the rights you can't fucking put on anything else it's only ours and they're like okay and that's why bloodborne is a playstation exclusive but dark soul the the rest of the dark souls aren't because of that bandai namco publishing thing because bandai bandai namco has like the publishing rights for dark souls games that's why dark souls 2 and dark souls 3 are on uh xbox and playstation and pc and the same thing with sekiro i'm pretty sure sekiro is also bandai namco because sekiro is on both systems but the reason bloodborne is an exclusive is because of once you know sony realized they made a mistake by not keeping from software exclusivity with their products they're like well we want bloodborne that's why they have bloodborne which, um, if any game is in need of a remake, I think it's Bloodborne. Doesn't need a remake. It needs a sequel. It. it I feel like it needs a remake, like a remaster at least. I, have Have you played it recently? It still holds up. No, no, no. It still holds up. But have you noticed that it's also thirty frames a second and it slows down constantly? First of all, I, I don't care because I'm playing on a console. I do. I I feel like those games need to be at 60 frames solid. Like, because, okay, playing Dark Souls on PC versus playing it on, like, an Xbox or a PS3, no. There's, like, no comparison. I've I've played it on PC. Yeah, 60 frames. It's great. Even Blight Town, you know, doesn't get get affected. It's still a piece of shit. No, after the after, if you run the right patches, like the unofficial patch, it it doesn't. Ooh, the patches. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like Not 60... the official product. Ooh. I I feel. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this this console generation. Okay, maybe I'll follow up question. Here's a not not too super serious question. Um, would you prefer 4K 30 or 1080p 60? I don't care. You don't care. Because you don't care eyes, if it's sixty or thirty frames. Tell. Seriously, because my um, eyes can't tell. 
I watched a, 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 a Digital Foundry video recently that uh, they interviewed the uh, Codemasters, uh, one of their programmers for Dirt 5. Uh, it's a racing game. It's uh, like a dirt and they rally. And 1080p at 60 FPS. No, they said 120 uh, at eyes, 1080p. Your eyes can't see 120. It, yes, it can. I've got Okay, real quick. I've got a Razer Phone 2, which I don't use anymore, but I still have it. It can do 120 hertz on the screen. And when you switch it from 60 to 120, you can definitely tell the difference. It even has a 90 in between. And you can kind of tell the difference between 90 and 120. It's it's a definite thing if you haven't experienced but my, it. But my television isn't 120 hertz. Right. I think like 1%, probably less than 1% of the uh, population has 120 hertz television, television screens, let alone um, PC screens. Um, so it's it's kind of like when when he was interviewing him, he's like, "Are you sure this is like the best, you know, method to put your energy towards?" And he's like, "People own those televisions; they want to push the hardware, so it makes sense that we want to like give them something to test it with." Um, I I would definitely go sixty, at least. I think that's what the consoles have to strive for this generation, but they're not going to. They're gonna keep it at thirty frames a second because people don't care. And yeah, to me, I, it just, and maybe I'm on the wrong side of it or the less populated side, but 60 frames at least. You're on the HD DVD side of this, Ben. I just, I just, I want a smoother experience, you know, being a, a, a PC master race. Uh, it's, it's just frustrating whenever it's like, you know, they can do 60 frames, but they prefer to go this 4K super high res shit when they could just do 1440p with DS, uh, DLS, uh, DLSS 2.0 or whatever, because it works. I don't know how much you've looked into it, but I've looked into it a lot, and uh, uh, it's deep learning super sampling, and the first round, it didn't do very well. It was, like, okay, but it didn't, like, do as much as they thought with uh, Final Fantasy 15, because it has to be, like, hard-coded into the game, as far as I understand. But with 2.0, um, it, it's basically AI learning how to do anti-aliasing in a much more efficient way that gives you better frame rate with a higher it's not a higher resolution but it's a higher look like a smoother looking uh final image and it's it's really incredible stuff and i just wish that they would push more for that a lower resolution with a higher with the dlss 2.0 which gives you a higher resolution looking image but a higher frame rate um, I don't know. I just I like that kind of tech, and I wish they would push more for it. But they don't care. They're like ray tracing, 4K, 30 frames. It's like uh, it's a little disappointing to me. I need to look at them side by side before I make that decision. Uh, yeah, Digital Foundry. If there is the YouTube channel, they do a. Um, did you play this game, Matt? It was um, it's from Kojima, Death Stranding. Um, I have it. You have it. So they, well, they they tested it on PC, and you could do 4K, um, just 4K straight with no anti-aliasing, no nothing, um, or 1440p with the LSS 2.0, and they test it and they do a side by side, and they show you like, yeah, 4K is not as clear as the DLSS. It's kind of incredible. But how many frames per second is real life, Ben? 
uh, it's unknowable. Hmm. You know, you know what's weird about real life? I think so, there's a few, there's a bunch of YouTube videos out there like that, but it's like the frame rate. If you want to say the frame rate for real life, it's kind of unknowable because it's per person. Um, but there's a lot of motion blur. There's a lot of artifact. I move really yeah. Slow. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> what would you call pro- post processing in real life? Because oh, yeah. if you just you... move your hand back and forth, it's like it's not clear. It's very motion blurred. Well, you just take you have to take into account the fact that your eyes have a fucking blind spot, and your brain has to stitch in. Oh, with your nose information and the outside ranges. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. You- your brain has to stitch in the information so it doesn't look like there's a fucking hole in existence <laughs> in your blind spot. You're yeah. the same thing. Yeah, you're, yeah the same thing like when that. you move your your head side to side. Your brain is like slowing everything down as it's processing everything. Yeah, it's like okay, so I'm assuming both of you guys have seen soap operas. Yeah. Yeah. So they're filmed at, as far as I understand, at 60 frames a second. They look yeah, like shit. I think so. Yeah, they, they that's weird. why they look so weird. Because yeah. most television shows are fr- are shot at thirty frames a second, and Matt could probably tell me more about this. Tell well, us more most, about this. Most films are shot at twenty twenty four. Right. I'll let Matt take over as I take a drink. I don't. Why am I taking? Yeah, it's well, you're the one giving. Take the over. Point. Go ahead, Chad. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know, and you know way more about it than I do. I just uh, I've actually been playing around with. I've been playing around with that with my own videos lately. Well, and I do know that 24 frames per second makes things look a little bit more cinematic of editing software and it can't count higher than 24. No, it's because <laughs> it's because after 20. Where'd you go? We lost him. Where, what? He's what still, happened? he's still in the he's, chat. He, he, he can't count to 24. That's what I heard last. <laughs> I swear to God, if he comes back and says something like, you know, the human eye can't see past 24 frames per second. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to slap him over the Internet. <laughs> I Okay. Maybe there are some people, and I don't know this because I'm not one of them, that literally can't see past 24 or 30 frames a second. I don't understand how that's possible because, to me, it's super clear 30 to you know 60 frames in a game oh yeah 30 to 60 is yeah because there's there's this thing called um uh uh and for those of you that don't know that don't play video games there's this thing called v-sync which means uh vertical sync it's basically trying to sync up the uh the it's it's called vertical vertical sync but it's trying to sync up the horizontal frames uh horizontal uh rows when you're playing a game and it it has something called double buffering which will basically say if you're under 60 frames a second it will automatically um, knock down the frame rate to 30 to make sure that you're not screen tearing which is if you look up some videos you'll see it but um, triple buffering will basically say it's a little more granular so if you're at like 50 frames it'll or if you're under 60 frames, it'll knock it down to 50 frames or 40 frames or, you know, it'll be a little more granular with it. So just from playing video games a lot on PC, I can tell this. So I, I'm just surprised that anybody can't tell the difference between 24 or 30 or 60 or even higher than that. I, 
to, to me it's kind of obvious, but... I would think that anybody who takes some time to train their eye would be able to see it. Weak. Is Matt back? Yeah, I'm back. My internet dropped out. Oh, you're good. We were just covering the dead air, so... <laughs> you were you dropped out right at um, something about 24 frames and the human eye can't see past it or something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. Watch my video that I sent. Okay. Have you seen... So, have you seen uh, the uh, the Hobbit? Any of the Hobbit movies? Yes, in, all the stuff in the theater shot with the uh, what's it called? The high frame oh, rate. No, 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 yes. no. The what is it called? The GoPro stuff. It looks like shit. Oh, that yeah. too. That too. Where I, it randomly I cuts hate, to it. Hate the way it looks. Mm-hmm. But I meant I meant more where he. Peter Jackson filmed those movies at 48 frames a second because he wanted to film them in 3D, which means you have to film 48 frames a second, meaning every other frame is going to one side of the uh, the 3D goggles or whatever. Yeah, 24 times two. That's math. Yep. And uh, is the eye because the human eye can only see 24 frames a second. Uh huh. Yep. And there's a reason why when you're watching. Uh, a video, uh, a game slow down to you know <laughs> sub thirty. It's called cinematic frame rate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, th- have you actually? You've seen those, right? Have you seen those in theater? Yeah. And then you've seen oh, like yeah, the twenty four frames uh, versions. It, they look so much better at twenty four because oh, yeah. that's as far. I didn't research this too much, but I think the history of it is back in like the. Th- the 30s and the 20s like when the film was like just being really like solidified as like a media medium uh 24 was like the maximum that they could do so they just kind of kept that and it just kind of stuck i could be completely wrong on that well real life is only in 33 frames per second <laughs> and that's not divisible by two or five so they had to choose so they, they they knocked it down to 24 frames per second so the human brain could process the information because everyone knows if you put it up to 50 <laughs> the brain can't even see the information you're trying to do it's a bunch of subliminal stuff so you know i just want to make sure that you're not and it, it, alienating your audience with too much information so you got to dumb it down for the people who sit in the front row at the movie theater who's craning their neck and you know making everything all awkward question (laughs) what's the optimal distance to sit away from a movie theater screen 30 feet that was fast I I like the back of the theater I like the, I like the screen to almost fill up my vision, almost like an IMAX, but not not quite that level, uh, an Omnimax, you, you I should want, say. You don't want to have to have to turn your head. I just want to sit there and veg out, and but just you don't, but take you don't it all be in. So far away, you want it to fill your vision, but you don't want it to to be too close to where you have to turn your head, and you don't want to be so far away that it's small. Yes, I wanna I wanna go experience. It, like it's the real thing. Um, I just pulled that number out of my ass, by the way. I don't know how far away the middle row is. Thirty feet doesn't sound like very much. <laughs> um, what did you go see? Um, uh, nineteen fourteen, nineteen eighteen, yeah. That's what it's called. Yep. <laughs> did you go One see that those. with us? With at, us? At, no. At the theater? Okay. I think that was Pretty me sure and Tony. I saw, I, I saw it by myself. Okay. 
yeah, that that was a it's definitely a scene the the theater movie. But um I didn't have any other questions. I have it on Blu-ray. Fancy. How how okay, do you sit <laughs> do you sit super close to the TV to where it takes up your whole vision? No. <laughs> no. I can't stand sitting close to the TV. I don't want to hurt my eyes. I don't want to go. Yo, I have to wear glasses blind. when I get older. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that about does it for us. Uh, thank you for tuning into Beer Test. Uh, hopefully, that wasn't a total waste of time. Uh, we'll be back in about two weeks with another episode, and we hope you'll join us. Peace out. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Don't forget to vote.